Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's an acronym. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, buddy. How are you doing, Carl? Hey, Mike. I'm doing good. Let me just adjust my lighting here. Whoa. There we uh, go. Looking good. <laughs> we, uh, we are a multimedia uh, force. We are right now streaming uh, audio first on mutinyradio.fm. You can listen to us first. On mutinyradio.fm, it's, it's a streaming service, a streaming internet station right out of the Mission District of San Francisco. You could use your podcast app to find it and listen to it live. You could just go to a browser and type in mutinyradio.fm. We are there Sundays, 2 p.m. as we are right now, Pacific Standard Time. We also have an audio podcast, but you're going to have to find us by our acronym. Remember that? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And then... For shits and giggles, why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel where you get to see us right now in person. We're going to be watching a full-length movie on YouTube. The podcast is, the premise is that we're going to talk over the movie. So you watch the movie and listen to us at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? This week, we will watch Stewardess School, 1986. Oh, Stewardess School, 1986. Not Flight Attendant School, okay? And not Police Academy. It's Stewardess School, 1986. The channel we like is C, the initial C, C dot, C Monk Records, C M O N K Records. Some Monk Records. Uh, go ahead and check out. We want you to go into YouTube right now, type in Stewardess School from 1986. You will find C Monk Records as the channel hosting it. Yeah, Click you that will link. see C Monk yeah. Records. You will see, period, C Monk, Monk Records. Records. So we want you to go ahead, click that link, hit pause immediately, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. I know this is going to take a lot of effort. My producer, our producer, the producer, Carl, 
not only did he write that theme song you heard up front, not only has he researched this movie extensively, he interviewed a celebrity comedian who's going to give a celebrity comedian countdown. And when that celebrity comedian says go, we're all going to press play and watch the movie at the same time. And I know that takes a lot of effort, but Carl's going to talk to the celebrity comedian, get to hear a little bit about. So it gives you some time, gives us a little history of comedy. Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Joe Alfano. Welcome, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How's it going? All right, good. Now, Joe, I see you out there a lot. We're bumping into each other at open mics. I also see you at shows. How long have you been? I think you're kind of new to comedy. Am I wrong on that? How uh, long have you been doing it? No, I've only, uh, November will be two years. Two years? Wow. Because I see you booked every Friday and Saturday night. Well, we're talking about Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie, Mopco Improv Theater, the Studio Playhouse in Montclair, which is where me and my co-host are from. You really accelerated. How did you get started in comedy? Um, so I always wanted to do comedy, and uh, there was just never anywhere to do it when I was, uh, when I was younger. I have to say, like, I'm an old man, but, like, like when I met, like, when I was, like, 18 and stuff like that, so um, I ended up going to law school up in Albany, and I knew that there was, like, mics and stuff up there, like, I'd seen, like, online, like, seen, so I was like, all right, like, I'll go try that out while I'm there, and, uh, yeah, then I just started doing mics, I ended up getting, like, you know, booked on, like, a little bar show, and then I was like, I uh -huh. don't want to be in school. <laughs> Did you leave school? Yeah, I dropped out. Really? To pursue comedy? Yeah, I was there on like I also I kind of fucked up. I took I, I was there on like almost like half of like uh half of my tuition was basically paid for because it was like an academic scholarship. Uh huh. So I took that from someone and then dropped that semester in <laughs> <laughs> to go uh... like talk about my dick and bars. <laughs> Well, you're very good at comedy, and obviously it shows. I mean, you're getting booked all the time. Now, I think of you as a Hudson Valley comedian. Is that fair? Yeah, that's where, I, that's where I'm from. That's where I do the most stuff. I only started up in Albany, but then as soon as I dropped out, I had no reason to be up there. So yeah, uh, most of uh, the comedy I've done is in the, is in the Hudson Valley area, I would say. But you'll really drive for comedy. I mean, Montclair oh, yeah. must be about an hour, 10 hour. Uh, I'm not sure where, where exactly you are in the Hudson Valley, but it's not close. You'll make the hike yeah. for comedy, right? I, I've, I've drove like two or three hours to do a, do, a, do a spot somewhere. I can appreciate that, right? And it's just a spot, right? You still want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know you have this uh, podcast, The Splash Zone. Tell us about this podcast and where can people find it? Um, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, it's up everywhere. Uh, basically I used to, I used to have a podcast before I, uh, got into law school. And then, um, when I was applying, I deleted everything because I didn't want that on the internet yeah. to affect me getting into school. And then I missed doing one. So me and a friend of mine, her name's Kelsey, uh, she's my co-host on, on the podcast. And, uh, we just decided like, you know what, like, I have no reason, it's not like, you know, I go post clips, I do comedy now, so it doesn't really matter, it's not like it's going to affect me or my life, yeah, so. right. Now I can, you know, go get hammered what is and go fuck wild on the podcast. But what is the Splash Zone all about? Like, what do you and her talk about? Like, what do you cover on your, what's the theme? 
Uh, it's just us just shooting the shit, just talking about stuff in the news, like stuff going on in our lives. Just, you know, it's it's just uh, like it's just a comedy podcast. Like it's mm-hmm. just us just hanging out, making fun of each other, making fun of stuff in the news. Just whatever. Nope. Joe, how can people follow you on social media, you know, on the internet? How can people know what you're up to? Instagram, I guess? Uh, Instagram is the best because I, I have, like, I actually have Twitter. I just made a thread. I don't use any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always use Instagram. It's the only thing, like, that makes sense to me. Like, gotcha. anything else I post, and I feel like I'm just shooting out of the wind. <laughs> What's your handle out there at Instagram? Uh, uh, Joe underscore Alfano. J-O-E underscore A-L-F-A-N-O. Right. Now, you've got fan right in the middle of Alfano, right? That's perfect for your fan base, right? A-L-F-A-N-O. Okay. Okay. The Thanos. That's that's right. That's what they call them out there in the comedy world. You're Thanos. (laughs) You make half of the audience disappear. Okay. (laughs) So, Joe. Everyone at home is poised to watch this film at, with us at the same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home's got to press play at exactly the same moment we do right here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Joe Alfano, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. I look forward to listening to it when the show airs. Now, without further ado. Let me unmute this. No, let me mute this because there is further ado. This is somebody recorded their videotape. This thing, it didn't go straight to video in all markets, but it it was a box office bomb, so it pretty much went straight to video, and that's what we're going to see. So it's an ad on the videotape. Oh, my God. Can it be any more 80s? Yeah, no, no, it could not. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Bletchbuster.com. We're talking over your broadcast. Oh, Finally. So we went warning. from HBO, FBI warning to homemade video to now VCR. Uh, Look, it's very important. Attention, that's French. Oh, we got previews? Uh, I get it. <laughs> it good? Oh, following this feature presentation. Some feature presentation. Oh, good. Phew, there she is. Now we're, now we're rolling. Okay, here hey, we go. Hey, Columbia, uh, Columbia Pictures Lady, you got your flashlight on. Turn it off. Oh, turn off the flashlight. The flashlight's on. Hey, lady. Right there. Your flashlight's on. You got to turn that off. It's, it's right in my eyes across the bus. I think it sounds like the back to the future music. Do, 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 right? Yeah, it does. Do, 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 do. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that what do we have means here? This. He looks like a pilot. This yes. movie's already on autopilot. That's right. This is Otto. He is our pilot. No, I'm only kidding. This is Philo. Philo Henderson. Philo is like the hero of our movie, although it's really a sort of combo with Donnie Most from Happy Days and yes. Philo. You know, I, I wanted to do this movie because it has Donnie Most from Happy Days. Right. And he is credited as Donald. No, no, Don. He's Don Most. Now look at those glasses. Yeah. 
They're so bad, he's got these huge uh, contacts, okay? And this will play in prominently to our plot. I can't see! I can't see! It's so obvious and easy. <laughs> this will play prominently into our plot. He so is he going to be in the cockpit? And he's be like, I can't see, I can't right. see. And they'll be like, we need you to, to land this plane. That's exactly right, yes. Okay, I look forward Donald to it. Donald Most, you saw. Donald, okay. see, yeah. Now please. where are we? Now where are we? Oh, we're in the cockpit, baby. That's right. Flying high. Who talks in the cockpit? This is 41 Heavy. Go ahead, LAX Tower. 41 Heavy, commence descent and await further landing instructions. It's just a routine landing, right? Pilot. It's just a routine yeah. landing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it establishes a professional pilot, and now we see him in a professional pilot. Really? And next to Ralph Mouth. Let's give a shout-out to Ralph Mouth. The reason I love this movie yeah. is that he has been in that sitcom for, like, ever. Yes. Just giving beats, 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 straight man, mm -hmm. funny man, give, you know, setting up Richie. And then he finally gets a chance to, to use those comedic chops in a full-length movie. And what we get is, like, the best sitcom acting a movie's ever had. <laughs> you know, That's his timing's impeccable. Yes. Okay, so what's happened here is, okay, Donnie's name is George Bunkle. George Bunkle. Okay, so George is killing Milo. Me. I have a big party tonight. You always have a party. Well, this one's different. Everybody's coming. Why is everybody coming? He goes... Because I said I promised them that you'd be there. He goes, George! So now he's out of his seat, messing up, trying to get him to agree to come to the party. Because it will there be girls there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll lie down. You want me to go lie down? George. Well, you will come? Will you get it out, sidekick George? Oh, no! Oh, they're going to crash. They're going to crash, but Philo will save the day and pull up, pull up, pull up. Yay. So now they're out of LAX and flying over straight old LA. Now, right. is your screen super dark like it has No, been I can see it. LA, from Look LAX out. to LA triple X. Look out, we're going to hit that famous building, the Roosevelt Hotels. Now look at this bad cut. You can see the ground. <laughs> it wasn't like well, they didn't have 9-11 footage back then, Carl. That's Give right. Cut them some slack. So we find out it's a very bad print, but we're looking at a flight simulator. Nobody died. They're students. They're pilots. This movie deceived me. Mm -hmm. He's not even a pilot. That's right. He's in That's training. Right. And he is just flunked the course and it's all george bunkle's fault george hey buddy girls that's gonna be donnie the whole movie right yeah but hello ladies um it uh, that's kind of fair to say maybe not the whole movie but lots of it now we have twins and we'll do the standard joke that they're talking at, they both say the same thing at the same time. They're like, where's Philo? Kurt, oh, he promised all the twin, hot twins in LA that Philo what showed. What about the Michael Jackson party? Hey, he was very insulted that you didn't believe it was him that night. <laughs> Five minutes, Bunkle. 
Wow, that's weird how the twins talk like that. Yeah. Okay, now we have the stupidest joke ever. Donnie farts. Okay? And oh! He farts in an elevator? Yes. It's iconic. He's an iconic iconic classic. Iconic fart. And that's all. That's the whole joke. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Now we know this this lady's a character actress. I could not find her in the research, but I know her face. Oh, she faints. It's just ridiculous. He lives in a weird world, Donnie. Does whatever he wants, gets away with it. Says something funny. Cool. Now, I wish I was the elevator farting, Donnie. Come upstairs to the party. But Philo is completely bummed out. I mean, Donnie has ruined their future as pilots, and that's all he wants to do is be in the air. It's not even about flying. It's about being in the air. Donnie's ruining it for him. He's like the Zach Galifianakis of the crew. (laughs) Yeah. It was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. It's not my fault you wear glasses. You're putting this on my glasses. They are pretty thick, those glasses. But, I mean, Donnie bonked him and made the uh, flaps go. I mean, he... But, Carl, if if your vision was that comedically bad, would you even be eligible to be a pilot? No. You're right about that, Mike. You absolutely could not be a pilot if you wore glasses. That's correct. Really? They're biased about four eyes, huh? Yes, they are biased. I mean, (laughs) blind people don't get a driver's license. It's unfair! Carl, will you stop it with your political correct... uh, (laughs) Yeah. Politically charged speech. (laughs) So, is he... He has an ascot on and a smoking jacket. It's really classy. And it matches his hair, goddammit. And it does match his red hair, right? Okay, now we're just gonna get stupid jokes. Why? Like All I ever wanted to do was fly. Oh, look out, Harold Lloyd! Out the window. Yeah, you see Did the feathers. Land? Yeah, so he landed on some someplace soft. Now I don't know if it was the director, if it was some production guy, but the fla- the 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 uh, feathers are good. Yeah, because we live in a comedic universe right now. He didn't obviously didn't die, so you right. kind of need that extra detail just to let you know in the audience that this is kind of a joke verse and <laughs> and, and everything's cool. You know, I dig it. So far, this movie—I don't know if it bores the shit out of me—but we had watched several police academy type movies. Like the one yeah. I remember most, we watched was Hamburger the movie, which propositions if you open up a burger franchise you must go to a campus and stay there for several weeks the university yeah hamburger you which uh so this is the same premise on the left is the shrink from terminator 2 yes now on the left here is connie it's not connie it's um one moment i it's I, it's Connie or Colette or something. Well, anyway, she's a big deal in our stuff. She was in Surf too. She was one of the girlfriends. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Penny, uh, Penelope Sue or Sue Penelope or 
Good guess. Oh, it's Corinne. I couldn't say the name. Corinne Bonner. She was in Zapped. Now, we saw Zapped too. That's right. Zapped again. Then she, he, she was also in Joysticks, which we saw. Oh, great. She was in Surf 2, which is one of our favorites, maybe the favorite. And then she was in Revenge of the Nerds 4 and the fourth oh. Police Academy movie. But, I mean, she is something that's, to our podcast. Yeah. Oh, hey, she's like royalty, if you ask me. Yeah. You're in uh, – so did you now know look, the Revenge of the Look, it's a Harley that's... Davidson Dyna. So is this one of those, like, bachelor party, I'll give you this car? Whoa, what's the blue book on Betty? Yeah, well, it's a little weird. The shrink from Terminator 2 is doing this deal like, I'll give you this bike if you support my daughter's choice to go to stewardess school because she needs to become something. She's just hanging out with you and becoming a degenerate. So, look, he talks (laughs) him into it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then the barber said to the prostitute, "Your best interest, if you went back to school." Oh, uh, hey, yeah, I recognize her. Was she was she in the uh, Life Shack? No, I don't know. What she was, I pretty much gave you everything. No, no, I know. I'm just trying to place her in Surf too. She was the girl. Well, of course, she had long brown hair. She was the, the two. There were two girlfriends. She was one of the girlfriends. Oh, gotcha. Right, gotcha. She was. They went and told her that. Um, uh, do you remember they showed up and there was that beach shack they blew up and. Yeah, know, that's she, what I was. Yeah, she called the cops. Right now, one thing I like about uh, sex comedy movies is when they go the extra step. So we don't really care about classical music at all, right? We just no. want to see the boobies. That's why we're we're here at twelve years old. So it adds a little class to it, a little comedy class. Comedy class. Now this is Mary Cador Cadorette. I don't know. She's she was Jack Tripper's like wife or girlfriend, and she's a klutz. That's her wow. whole throughout the film. So she's she's like that guy in Police Academy who causes <laughs> trouble. He picks I up don't... an apple. From... You remember there was like a small mousy guy. He had a wife and glasses. Uh... Yeah, right. And every time it. he would walk down the hallway, he would knock something over inadvertently and cause a fire behind him. Right. Okay. Okay. Now... Here's our next. Right. What? Okay. In a movie, there's always the inciting incident, and that's what we saw when they crashed the plane. But since we have so many players, we're seeing each one's inciting incident. Now, this is a wrestler. And she is thinks that this boyfriend is going to ask her to marry, right? Oh. And so the 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 like coach is like, guys never marry wrestlers. You know that, you know. He's he's, he's doing Rocky as a woman. Let me put it up. Oh he's right, like Bert there he is. He's so cute. I think he's going to pop the big question Wanda, Wanda, when you going to learn, men don't marry women wrestlers. Cuddles is different. Aww. His name is Cuddles. Yeah, he's great in this movie. I like what? Cuddles. So all that's going to happen here is she's going to do aggressively win the match, and he's going to be like, 
fuck this, I'm out of here. He's killing. He's killing. Now, the other the other wrestler is uh, from Bosom Buddies, her bachelor party, Wendy Joe. She's really from Conan O'Brien. No, what am I saying? Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> oh. My mistake. Well, the other one, the one in the cow. The other one is just uh, is only in the this scene. In, in oh, the all movie. right. Okay, gotcha. Okay, Sandy Sandal Bergman as Wanda Polanski. She's the wrestler. Conan the Barbarian and Red Sonia. Those were her Great. big ones. She, she's like um. She's retired now, but she goes to, like, sci-fi conventions to sign things and stuff. She was in Xanadu. Um, she was in this low-budget film called Hell Comes to Frogtown. Do you know it? I've never seen it. It's I believe it's the Charlie Band production, the the director of Head of the Family. I think his company produced it. Uh, oh. It's with Roddy Roddy Piper. It's one of those right. uh, films where you go, hey, you like bad movies? Check out this film. You know, okay. it's, it's a gateway film. Well, that's what I thought, too. Like, I, I clicked, or, you know, I was learning about her. I was interested in just the sound of it. I clicked on it. I thought it might be good for our show. But is this just one that everybody does and we should steer? It's clear? kind of a go-to, yeah. But it's good. I mean, it's celebrated. I have, I have not seen that. I haven't seen Cannibal Amazons and the Avocado Temple of Doom. There's another, like, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Uh, Rodney Roddy Piper. These women have um, have these semen sucking machines to po repopulate the world. So they force guys. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? The semen sucking machine. So, <laughs> so we've had three setups. This was kind of funny. He goes, "As all you think about girls, there's more to life than girls than this beautiful." Very woman. little. It goes past, and he goes, "Very little." <laughs> There's a there Philo go. I know. That's the Philo I know and love. <laughs> you idiot. That's that chemistry I love about Philo and George. Oh, that chemistry off the charts. Now, Philo, you kind of won't recognize him here being all young, but this guy is like, remember in Ghost Rider, they had the dad? Um, okay. Ghost Rider, the Nick Cage movie? Yeah, he was the dad who dies when he makes the deal with the devil. Um, Weird. I have to rewatch that movie. Well, he was the congressman in The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, so he wore a nice suit, basically. He was okay. No, this is how you'll know him. He was Thomas Wayne in The Joker. That's how you'll know him. Okay, I should rewatch. Oh, right, Jackson. I remember that scene. Wow, all we're getting from Jack Tripper's wife here is she's a klutz, and that's all. She's one note throughout the whole film. Why did you call her Jack Tripper's wife? There was a film, no, there was a, a sitcom spinoff from Three's Company, right? Three's a Crowd, Jack's I place. think. Jack's Place. Well, he made his own. He was a sous chef or some crap, right? Well, you know the story about that. Three's Company is based on a British TV show. Mm -hmm. And then that British TV show had a spinoff where, like, the Jack Tripper had his own flat. Oh. It was Jack's flat or something like that. And that's so, what yeah, sure. That kind of inspired it, I guess. Is that Tony Rosada? No. I would doubt it. Okay, so 
Jack Tripper's girlfriend in Three's a Crowd, the Three's Company spinoff. That's it. Yeah, Three's a Crowd. In 1984. Because her dad, the father-in-law, was always in Jack's way. Yep, yep. So this is Wiedemeyer, and he runs the school. And you might know him from the Chappelle show. Um, Okay, wait. This guy here is playing a parole officer. We'll never see him again. But you see his face? He's been yeah. all over TV. His name's Theodore Wilson. You know, Good Times and the Sanford Arms, that spinoff from uh, Sanford yeah. and Lennon. <laughs> but he's going to go away. And this is the only time we'll see him. I just wanted to make note of him because he's he had a long, long career on TV in nice. the 70s. Can you do Sanford Arms? That was with Red Fox, or he passed away and it was Lamont? Yeah, no, like, it wasn't. No, I think the son died. Oh. All right. So there was Sanford's son. There was Lamont, right? Didn't know Grady. Grady had his own show. Yeah. They didn't spin off Lamont. It was Grady, Sanford Arms. And I think there was a show called Sanford as well. Yeah. That's this show that he was on. Okay. Check this out. The biker snake. You see them there to the left? Yeah. Okay. He was in. Okay. He was Cal, the Texas born junkyard partner of Fred G. Sanford in Sanford, the short lived Sanford and Son sequel. I recognize. I, I totally see him. Yeah. Right. Right. That's right. It all comes together. And he was not what? in Falls 3, like I thought. Okay. But you know, it's so funny. He has the great biker look. Like, you see those in, like, commercials. Hey, buddy, you smell great. Oh, thanks. I can't understand why Stewardess School has a... Can you... Do you mind fixing C? Hey, some picture you got. Dude! I know. Track it. This is why you gotta, like, be kind and rewind. Otherwise, the tapes get fucked up. As this movie was a commercial failure flop at the box office, it was released straight to home video in a number of other territories. But the thing is, this was played on Comedy Central all the time, over and over and over and over. Up until the early 2000s, one of the most played films on American cable channel, Comedy Central. Crazy. They they spent $8 million on this, and they made 136,000. That's brutal, dude. That's a flop. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, that, I mean, this premise of, like, we get to meet these students and they all have to do well and they're all in this boarding school to learn to be stewardess. Right. This boarding school thing, like, it, it can't all be police academies. I don't even think police academies have dorms either, to be honest with you. Okay, so the, police academy, part of the cycle of American cop comedies that after the box office set of Police Academy. Feds in 88, Recruits in 86, yeah. Office in 86, Night Patrol in 84, right. Moving Violations in 85. Which we saw. Squad we saw Moving Violations. You remember that? Yeah. It's with Bill Murray's brother. Right. And I really didn't think it was a... Okay, wait. Now, what happens here? You see, to the right there, we have Sexy, Sexy, Sexy Girl, okay? Yeah. And she was a prostitute, and the parole officer dropped her off. So she's going to completely turn on Wiedemeyer, and he's going to basically pop a boner. Yeah, 
Very and he's not going to be able to speak. This is just like that BJ in the Police, Police Academy, Academy movies. Yeah. In flight instruction training. And you can, you can be assured. Uh, Whoa! We will never nipple and dime you. <laughs> never nipple and dime you. <laughs> nickel and dime you on your education. Oh, she dropped something. Your instructors uh -oh. are firm, but fair. If you if you get a, a little more work, see they're firm. They won't be a little behind on you. Behind now, Iron Pants is firm. That's her. That's her nickname. Her right there. Yeah. Oh, she's not having any. Well, I guess that's about it from old Roger Wiedemeyer. <laughs> Wiedemeyer. Uh, once again. Not Niedemeyer, right? From. Right. No, Wiedemeyer. Wiener Meyer. Wiener. Wiener Meyer. Wiener Meyer. You got to get a Wiener joke in there. No, you, you know the old thing about you can't go to the chalkboard when you got a boner? He's like, oh, he... I'll just stand here as you talk. She's looking at it too. Yeah, she goes, it's disgusting, but then she's going to kind of like it. If when you she... all pay attention to the following rules, I'm sure we'll all get along. It's a hard ass. Well, watch that. Uh, well, oops. Oh. They did that in one of the police academies. They, I think it was two or three. They, they went up to get their graduation papers, and this woman mm -hmm. unfortunately bumps into this guy's crotch and gets hit by another guy in the backside. And in the movie, they actually, you could see the lumps in their pants. They made sure whoever set the stage <laughs> that they put in like a prop uh, boner in there. It's art direction. Art direction, right. And continuity, you got to make sure it's, you know, if it's limp, if it's half mass, <laughs> if it's full. Oh, there's the food. Oh, the cafeteria, stewardess school. The food is disgusting at the cafeteria. Right, of course. Yeah. And he no. goes, just like mom never made. So look, he says, Hello, ladies. Goodbye. The girls exit. He's better than Booger. I, I give him that much. I think Booger got annoying in the second movie. You know? Mm -hmm. His shtick got tired. Okay, so now oh. Jack Tripper's wife is going to talk to Ghost Rider's dad. <laughs> oh, wiping his crotch off. Already. Because she's a klutz. She's a klutz. It's her whole shtick. And he's a klutz, kind of, when he has his, when his glasses are off. Exactly right. So Damn. we're going to now get a love interest kind of thing that won't really pay off. I got to say, Ghost Rider's dad is pretty built. <laughs> oh, now here's the, sno the sl snobs versus slobs in these comedies, right? Right, right. Now, what it is is, okay, let me just pull up her name, Iron Pants. She is Miss Grummet, Miss Grummet. And she came to fame, like, behind, like, a, a, a basically Broadway and Bob Fosse, you know. So um, she was in a chorus line and all that jazz and all that jazz. So anyway, she's mad because he lowered the standards of admission just to get tuition. And he assures her, don't worry about it. Yes, we lowered the standards just to get more money. But there's a cut list, isn't there? You decide right. who's not good enough and you cut them. So They'll never make, 
Delta House will never be recognized. <laughs> so we get the money and then you kick them out. Why is that? Oh, fire alarm, I... fire alarm, but it wasn't a fire alarm. It's Iron Pants. I want to set one thing in this stewardess academy, stewardess school, stewardess university, stewardess college. What are, what are the credentials? Stewardess are? school, and the song calls it stew school. So dumb. I'm trying to think what other. Oh, I I think like this and Hamburger Universe, Hamburger University, and Hamburger the movie are are two of the more ridiculous mm-hmm. police academy uh for, templates. Moving violations, they didn't have dorms, but they had to go to uh, driver's ed every day. Yeah, I I think that like it is inspired by police academy. That's a fair call, but. This isn't a police academy. No, uh, it's fair. It's fair. Well, this idea of having dorms for something that's basically two weeks, four months of uh, training. Now, why didn't you comment on Donnie Most's shirt being off and call it homoerotic? I'm he not into Donnie you on? Yeah. No, the other guy, uh, who, Ralph Mouth, and who's the other one? Potsy. Tyler. Oh, Potsy, you're more of a Potsy. Yeah. Oh, Potsy, sure. Sit on you know it, the you know the Gilbert Gottfried joke about Nostradamus making a lot of predictions, but one prediction that no one really believed was that he thought Winkler would have his own spinoff. <laughs> and people in town will say, Chachi, sure, but oh, Winkler... Oh, the, uh, no, I think that's the other way. No, oh, I think sure, it's the other Ch- way around, yeah. Oh, Winkler, sure! No, no, I think it's like he predicted Winkler would have his own spinoff, and the people in the town said, Winkler, I know. Chachi, sure, but Winkler... <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Now I love Wendy Joe's Spritzer. I just watched Animal uh, Bachelor Party. Rewatched it, and she's so good yeah. in that movie. So they're here for their physical, and she's like a one-note actress. Everything she plays in, it's all about her weight, and that's what's going on in this movie too. So, so she's self-conscious about this examination coming up, right? She's not going to pass. Now, if they don't pass their examination. They're kicked out of, um, they're kicked out of stewardess school. So as soon as sexy sexy hears this, she makes a plot to make sure she passes this physical. If you know. Oh, so maybe the the doctor will be so distracted by sexy sexy that he signs uh, Wendy Joe. Correct. We saw Wendy Joe at a doctor's in moving violations. Do you remember that? She yep. goes to a mechanic, Fred Willard, thinking it was a physical, and he right. Puts, so he's gonna yeah. get up on the. Yeah. Check out her undercarriage. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to play this audio because it's pretty funny. The doctor. Okay. And I, I didn't the find the doctor's. You want me to take my clothes off? Well, I don't think that would be a bad idea. <laughs> he goes, Do you want me to take my clothes off? Well, think that that would be a bad idea but i love how like he can't see her it's such a vaudevillian thing he's washing his he's literally washing his eyes and he can't <laughs> who the fuck watch like i clean my face thoroughly but you know in, in vaudeville i gotta wash it like this like, so that was the whole joke 
Now it's also very funny. Now this movie's not really very funny. It's a very bad movie until the end in which it gets good for a little while. It's a weird thing. But this is a good scene. How the, And it's all this character actor. I think he's like yeah. one of those 70s, um, you know, he was in like the Apple Dumpling Gang kind of movies. He's that kind of... I'm going to play the audio for this part. Sure. When he passes yeah, her, syrups. it's really funny. What a mess. Syrups. Oh, I'm so offended. Well, I'm just saying, like, he could at least put a new sheet on the... <laughs> Look at him. He's all fucked up. <laughs> Sid! Sid! He's all out of... <laughs> so it's time for blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor said he's on blood pressure. Oh, R rating. Dr. Mackey. What about me? You don't know. What? My physical. Hey. I passed. Yay. Thank you, sexy, sexy. Yeah. Now, she goes, this woman was real judgmental. So he goes, I passed. Bitch. <laughs> so we've heard like cursing, but there's no tits in this movie so far. It's been 15 minutes, Carl. Yeah, we'll see a little bit of tits, but this film isn't really about. It's not a sex comedy. It's the wacky antics of. It's a police it's academy a, ripoff. It's not a yeah. ripoff, but it's, it's the not same taking, format. It's taking its format from that police academy, not taking it from, you know, hard bodies, or it's not taking right. it from a, it's Q isn't a, it isn't a teen sex comedy. It's a uh, police academy wackiness. Now look, Philo, as you know, without his glasses, he's completely blind. So he goes into the women's room and they're like, ah! And, and Tripper's girlfriend's like, don't worry, he's, he's blind. blind. He's so oh, blind to... that he even lets him shower with the girls because he just can't see. So then Donnie Most looks in and goes, oh, it's co-ed and thinks it's a – there you see the boobs? Yeah, I see him. It's hard to see him. It's like we're looking through a shower door. <laughs> this cut, it's this a little – it's so steamy. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Okay, here he goes. Yeah, he thinks it's co-ed. I, I would have no problem with Donnie Most in there because then I could finally figure out if the uh, carpet and drapes match. <laughs> they will. He's so red. They will. Look at his red hair. They will definitely match. They will definitely match. Gotcha. He's a singer, right? Like his career post Happy Days was like a radio announcer <laughs> and he would he's a crooner or something of that sort. Well, he during have, like, Happy Days, he did release. Um, um, he was not successful. He was not successful. Um, let me just. Uh, United Artists United Artists released most only pop album Donnie Most in the fall of '76. It did 76. not chart. A single from the album "All Roads Lead Back to You," which he performed on Happy Days, spent three weeks on the Billboard's Hot 100. Peaking at 97. So. Brutal. Okay, now this guy here, 
We have to remember him because he'll show up in Act Three. And I didn't recognize okay. him until the fourth time I saw him. Third time I saw him. Total control. He does look. Uh, he looks like Richard Benjamin a little. Hundreds of people. I don't know Rich Benny. He's a. Uh, God forgive me, I do love. He directed him. Milk Money. I know him as a director, oh. but he's an actor. He's he's uh, <laughs> him and his wife. They're all in every seventies thing. Saturday the thirteenth. To fly. Best of the most. That would be my greatest hits album for Donnie Most. Best of the most. That's great. So he it was it's really was one of the funnier scenes in this film. He's going to fly to soar with the eagles. And he starts going on. He goes, uh, where was I? Where was I? And then everyone in the audience goes, <laughs> To fly, to soar like the eagles. And he goes, Oh yeah, yeah. To fly. It was it's it was It's good, yeah. Now he I think is you do a better job of it. Pilot. That's his joke. And he'll show up at the end of the film. Guess guess why? Oh, so she has like a shit list, right? Yeah. Here. She's see the plot was get their tuition money, which they must pay up front, and then cut right. them. You keep the money. And the airplane industry doesn't get a bunch of B rate. Don't people. eat that pizza. Don't eat that pizza. You're on a diet. Right. That's right. One note. Now, she should have clumsily dropped it because that's her one note. They're all like that, man. Now, you see the one in the middle here, the one who's talking now? Let me Yeah. She is Nerd's girlfriend. Well, everybody's future doesn't look as bright as yours. You're not a klutz. Yeah, and you're slim and attractive. And you always seem to know what to do. Yeah, everybody's you actually one seem to note. like this bullshit. You're not a lady wrestler. You all think that I'm pretty and pert and kind of terrific. But you're not a... But, you know, you sometimes when people are getting to know me, for some strange reason, they want to choke me. <laughs> so she's one note perky, perky, perky. And her mother and her grandmother graduated from this school and, you know. Oh, so... But she's a legacy. She should be in... I also hate the the set. I mean, it's such so obviously a set with the two open windows showing the back lot. Yeah, it's all Los Angeles. This entire thing was shot in Los Angeles, so I'm sure that you're right that they're on a back lot, and yeah. they eight million dollars, so they probably did rent or you know whatever they needed to do to look at her. She did a pig <laughs> noise. You saw it. Uh. All right, it's just so exciting. Okay, so it's time for lessons. Now, okay. there's a group of professional passengers, and they're going to pretend to be difficult. You know what I mean? Sure. That's my job, by the way, during the day. You're a I'm a secret shopper. School. Secret shopper? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Part of my job as a secret shopper is that I pretend to be a prof I'm a professional passenger as well for stewardess school. Mm-hmm. Hi, me, coffee, or tea? Oh, shit, I mean, coffee, tea, or me? God damn it. <laughs> that was, you know, they're still called stewardesses here. So, um, the thing about Philo is sometimes he's got his contacts. Sometimes he's got his Coke bottle glasses. And I don't really understand the logic between the two. He's got binocular vision, it's called. But he wants to be a pilot or a stewardess? 
he wanted to be a pilot. Donnie most ruined that for him. So now to, to get up in the air, he's going to be a stewardess. And Donnie's serving hot dogs on this trial flight. <laughs> you remember when they used to serve hot dogs on the plane? No. No. They used to serve food. They used to, yeah. So this is a dumb joke in which he, she says, do you want your nuts crushed? And he goes, do you want your tits shut off, shot off with his fake gun? He says that? Yeah. <laughs> you remember this. I think this is Southwest that offers yep. a Sunday. Okay. Cherry on top. Southwest yep. offers the Sunday. And today is Sunday. And how would you like your nuts crushed? How'd you like your tits shot off? Ugh, ugh, what they subject these children to. Toxic masculinity at a young age. Tisk Now this is a real football player. This is pretty good Injury? No. Bad attitude, ass breath. He's like, aren't you so-and-so from the so-and-so team? And he goes, no, I got cut. He goes, oh, injury? He goes, bad attitude. And he checked his breath to see if it smelled like ass. Now, this is a character actress, actress named Anita Dangler, and she's been in everything. Um, you'll just know her face. She was even in Brain Donors. Oh. Confusing. What is the With one we I think we saw Brain Dead. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Brain Donors is like a John Turturro being Groucho Marx, and they have like a Harpo, and they have a Chico, and... It's an interesting movie. One of the actors in that is a stand-up comedian, and he performed at Scotty's, and he got to do all his... Uh... Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Bob, he does like a boxer yeah. routine, right? Like right. he's punch yep. drunk. Yes, exactly yeah. right. And he did that. <clears throat> and he was the he's opening true. act for Rodney Dangerfield. Boing! Whoa! See... He's down in her crotch, and he's like the gay guy. He's a one-note, I'm the gay guy. And he just sort of ate her out by mistake. Oh, my God. This guy needs, like, medical leave. <laughs> Here comes Wiedermeyer. Do, 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 oh, do, do, Wiedermeyer. Do, 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 do. Remember the Police Academy theme song? Mm-hmm. Ah, they're smoking on the plane. It was fine. Yeah. Look, Most is a funny actor. He he hits his notes. He's just been so conditioned by Happy Days. He does his job. He does his job. Happy Days is an ugly, ugly machine. There's a streaming service that has like a 24-hour channel of nothing but Happy Day reruns. Uh-huh. And I'm just amazed how hook I was on that show. I used to watch that constantly. They would have syndication, Wiener right? Meyer, not Wiener Meyer. Yeah. So he he's she's he's saying to her, listen, you need to be less direct and not so firm with passengers. Be nicer. So he, she's going to now try to be nicer, and then some perv is going to pinch her ass, and she's going to fuck him up, and then Wiedermeyer's going to go, good, good, better, better. 
She's the wrestler, right? Red Sonia? Yes. Yes. Red Sonia. Yeah. She's Conan the Barbarian. She's like, wake up. You got to put your tray table and seat back up. You're, well, you're doing Doing good. I can't try. Look at that. Oh, look, he's got little horns. <laughs> Much better. Much better. Much better. That guy lost his job as a secret shopper after that. Yeah, look at him. Uh, might as well. He, he doesn't get laid in this movie at all, right? No, he does not get laid. He's doing multiple colognes, and he's like, do yeah. me a favor, sleep on the fire escape tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that smell? Right, Anchorman. Donnie Most was born in Brooklyn, New York, top of the food chain. Now, he's Jewish, but he's got red hair, which is Irish, which is often Catholic. Right. Want to play hide the salami? Smack. Like like uh, Booger in, in the Revenge of the Nerds. He'll say something to a woman and get smacked and give a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booger. Um, he went, uh, Donnie Most went to college for three years and then he got the gig at Hall as Happy Days, so he quit school. Wow. He was in Ed TV. I don't know. This guy was really all television, you know? Yeah. Okay, He's they a... want to go to a party, but they don't have a ride. So then Connie, no, uh, Corinne is like, how bad do you want it? So she calls up Snake and snakes the <laughs> ride to the uh, party. But, of course, the party is uptight white rich people and bikers are showing up. So we'll get that clash. That's snobs versus slobs. Yes. Now, oh, Ronnie Most is our Star Trek connection. He she, he was on Star Trek Voyager, and that's all oh. I can do for a Star Trek connection. That's a good connection. I'm going to still praise Donnie Most. I still think when I watch that sitcom, just how deep in the trenches he is in comedy and just how he's able to keep the momentum going. And it's just – so you have a movie, and he's firing off all his Happy Days chops, and it's just kind of – it's not really a movie, I guess. <laughs> well, this is this is not a TV show kind of thing. Nah, this is a straight up legit. We're ripping off uh, a genre yeah. movie. These guys can't come in here. Stand aside, buddy. Oh, look at this! All the '80s bandanas. Yeah, you got the flash ass bandanas. You got the biker bandanas. Bandanas. I'm in love with the nerd. Uh oh, different movie. This is funny. Uh, he goes, breath mint? And he goes, no, Quaalude. Check this out. She asked if he has any twisted sister. You got a twisted sister? No, but my cousin Lenore's a little strange. I like was that. that good? Did you hear it? Yeah. Got a twisted sister? Only, that was a funny-ass line. He goes, do you have a twisted sister? She goes, no, but my cousin Lenore is kind of strange. Ooh. I well, like every that. time oh. I watch this film, I laugh when he said that. Are they playing Twisted Sister right now? We're not no, they put on some. No, they. The Adams, her father's chairman of the board of the stock exchange. 
We're not gonna take it anymore. Ugh, that band was so horrible. The guy lives in Long Island. He's a big, uh, he's not really, he's a bit of a legend here. Uh, D. Schneider. And D. Schneider. Stupid. It's so stupid. He, write, he writes, he's funny politically. He he directed a movie called D. Snyder's Strangeland, which I refuse to watch. Mm-hmm. It's this horror movie about a guy who keeps women in cages. And you refuse to watch it on moral grounds? Yeah. Okay, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that's all right. Listen, murdering people is okay, but abusing women? No, it's not even that. It's not even that. I just, uh, I don't even like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have seen it a few times. You know, I never did see it. It's hard to watch, Carl. I believe you. Uh, I saw Egg. Eggshells for Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper's first movie. That's an easy watch and a good watch. Well, that's a comedy. I like that isn't film it? a lot. Yeah, it was pompous as hell. I kind of liked it. So now we have one of those wop 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 wop. Donnie most thinks that this girl is calling him over, but she was really talking to another dude, you know. And he'll have to pretend that he didn't think that. And look at him; he's so good. Now the wrestler lady, she reports that everyone in in the crew, including the director, was snorting cocaine during this. Interesting. It does have a vibe of it, I guess. This uh, movie sat on. How can you say it has a vibe of coke? This movie sat on Columbia Pictures shelf for a year and a half before they released it. I don't have a backstory on that, although I looked for it. Hey, Comedy Central's been calling us day in and day out. Just give them something. All right, let me check the shelves. Well, they did theatrically release it, but they didn't do one of those wide releases. They made 130 grand and called it a day. I I think if they did this nationwide, it might have still been a bomb, but... Okay, so now we have... As much payoff as we're going to get between Philo and uh, Klutz and Klutz. Tripper's wife. Yeah. Mrs. Tripper. Oh, they're at Make a Point over, overlooking the, right. the valley? Right, right. That is, uh, you know, oh, oh, look, UCLA. Yeah. Sparkling not the campus. Lights. Not the campus. I was just saying UCLA up here. <laughs> it's Bright Lights Big City. Los Angeles. Wait, Bright Lights, Big City. No, that was the no, New York that City. Was the book about yeah, right. He was a um, he was a fact checker. Michael J. Fox was a fact checker checker for New Yorker magazine, who had an empty coke life. He would go to nightclubs and be part of the scene. And why'd you say Michael J. Fox? He's in the movie. I know it as a book. Right, and then it was a movie, which is even uh-huh. worse than the book. Believe it or not. So I shouldn't see. I didn't like the book. I did read it. I was young. I right. guess I won't. Well, okay, no, so, I mean, it's a curio. It's out there. So apparently the punch has been spiked with something that is so, I mean, it's not just alcohol. Look at them. So all the uptight white rich people are now loosening up. Wow, what's in the punch? Big, yeah, what is in the punch? Acid? Maybe. What an asshole. Yeah, he oh. is. 
Look, Muffy, there's a, a dance for us. You're right to call her Muffy, because he was saying that, something like that. Like, Muffy! She's um, a preppy. You remember the book? Yes. I, I remember the handbook. The handbook, that's what I meant. That was never made into a movie. I would watch the official preppy handbook if it came out today. That's the exactly movie. what Hollywood would do. That's exactly what they would do to exploit the success of that book. They would make a movie called. No, Whoa! Holy what's mackerel. The, what the what's? Hey, wait, and isn't that the boyfriend? Snake. Yes. Yes. And Snake just said to, to Corinne, get me a beer. Why is her? Oh, right. She's into S&M. Right. But who is this dude? Making a layover. Now, I hate this because this would really hurt, and there's nothing sexual about it. Look, she's got, you see? Oh, no, not in the teeth. We won't see it, though, but it's awful. Right, you need to... Let me tell you the tagline so I can get rid of this. Uh, yeah, page. sure. The taglines are, this is one flight you'll never forget. Okay. That was on the movie poster. And then on the video cover, it says, Come fly with them for a plane load of laughs. Sucky tags. Here's here's my tagline. Plain and simple. Best movie you'll ever see. Reverse it. Best movie you'll ever see. Plain and simple. So we're just having class jokes. This is like the guy who's, uh, you know, it's about like um terrorists. Warthy types is surprise. <laughs> so that's the kind of jokes we're getting here. You he know, reminds me of do you remember Stitches? We watched the film yes. about medical school and right. the unknown comic shows up and right. he does his routine and it's the funniest thing in the movie and he leaves. Yes. Yeah. No, look, this film has its shares of laughs. It really does. It's a horrible, bad film, but it has its share of laughs. If you watch this thing, you won't be laughing throughout. You will not. But you will be laughing. Stuff happens. Would you consider this a hangout movie where you want to hang out with the characters and rewatch it every time it's on Comedy Central? No. Because it's just not charismatic enough. Yeah. There's no one in this film, even Donnie Most, who's like, you know, I would love to have a beer with that dude. Okay, so this drill is you got to get everybody off the plane in three minutes or you're going to flunk this exercise. Um, and she's busily been flunking them, flunking them on exercises so she can kick them out. So we'll have difficult, you know, you call them secret shoppers. We're going to have difficult passengers here. They just won't leave. Now, again, one of them is a character actor. It's not these two. It's the woman on the other pair. I know her, her right, right there. Yeah. You know, this film was hard to research, even though it got played on Comedy Central a lot. Like, all there really was was Wikipedia and IMDb. When you went to deep into the research to find movie reviews and stuff. Yeah. All the movie right. reviews just talked about the plot. They don't reveal anything, so... It seems like a classic 80s movie, except it isn't, right? It's just everything right. 
it it they don't really deliver, so it's not a memorable movie. Right. And yeah. even that quote about them doing cocaine on the set, I really had to dig deep to catch that one line in some review or, you know, uh, I forget the film, Infinity, Affinity gave me some stuff. Oh, I saw that on Entertainment Tonight. Uh, tell me about your experience. Uh, so, oh, it was great. We were doing, everyone was doing cocaine. <laughs> it was terrific, John. Everyone was doing cocaine on the set. Yay! Cute. Uh oh. Bonsai. She has all the weight. Now it's not realistic. I mean, she'd have to be four hundred pounds to make that splash, and she's not. What do you right. think she is? Two eighty, something like that. She's. she's... You know, before she passed away, she was on a Fox sitcom where about her and three other big women. Mm -hmm. and it was like called I don't know, Big Women or something like that. The title right. kind of. Which was sad because she, you know, you got the star of Bosom Buddies kind of playing this, but I was a little, just, I was sad when she passed away. I, I think she's great in these movies. Let's see. She was in I Want to Hold Your Hand with Eddie Deason. Right, Eddie Deason. Bachelor Party, Back to the Future, and all of its sequels. She was on Bosom Buddies. That's how she started. She was on the TV show Private Benjamin. She was in 1941. Yeah. Now, look, she began her career in this movie called Corvette Summer with Mark Hamill. I was also thinking of that for our show. Do you know it? We should do it. I, you know, from what I remember that movie is that he's such a bad actor or he overacts. No, maybe it's not Corvette Summer, but there's a movie where he plays like a criminal-minded guy. Mm -hmm. might, you know, but he's, he's, he's a really good actor for certain things. But when you watch right. him as a play a human being, you go, <laughs> not really your strength playing a human being, you know. So I don't have the name of that sitcom you are talking about. I deleted it. Right. I mean, there's only so much research I can get out. On this. A so sewer I'm school? God bless you, Carl. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I didn't catch. Uh, I read yeah. it. I read it. Okay, now who's showing up but Vito uh, Scorleone, uh, uh, who we saw in Zero to Sixty. Vito Scotti. I like the zero to sixty. Yeah, and he was uh, one of those repo dudes. But here, he owns Stromboli Airlines. Okay, and she's about to tell them all you're fired. And now, uh, Wiedemeyer's calling her up, going, "Don't fire them." You see, what it is is the FAA is going to close down Stromboli Airlines. His name's Carl Stromboli. So. He's made a deal for $350 a head to get uh -huh. people to, you know, be on his airline and save it, okay? So, unfortunately, Iron Pants can't flunk him, damn it. God, someone needs to go on the set because the plot's got so convoluted. They just need to – it's the most convoluted plot I've ever heard. Now, Vito Scotti was in The Godfather. And I just right. can't place him. You you know him? Uh, he has a weird Van Dyke beard, right? Nazarene. Nazarene. I don't know okay, where he I was. He was also in Head, a film you really love, Vito Scotti. Yeah, sure, sure. Do you think he was, like, psychologically speaking? He wasn't the guru. I'm trying to think who he was. The Monkeys movie. 
I don't remember who he was, and we did see that together a bunch. So yeah, now they're all looking at twice. their placements. United Airlines, American Airlines, and she goes, Stromboli Airlines. So all the rejects are in Stromboli. Look, he's going through the pictures of, and they, oh, her, he's huh? going to decide. Could be up later. all night. I'll save his picture, too. These stupid Polaroids. They actually got them taken at the school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Listen, let me just finish up this veto. Sure. I don't wait, maybe you don't know his face. You didn't you didn't pay attention when he was in the office, right? He has a he had a distinct beard with a little mustachey thing pointing out. Yeah, he did. All right. I'll Okay, here we have something that doesn't pay off. She gets hypnotized and they're like, "You're not a klutz. You're the most graceful woman." <laughs> you know. This yeah. guy right now, the the gay guy who's hypnotizing him, and that's his whole shtick, he's gay. He is a very famous voiceover person. He would go on to do the anim, animatronic, what do you call it? Anima... Maniacs? Ain't, yeah, yeah. Was um, he one of the main in the brain, You know, Pinky in the Brain? Sure. He, he was he Amba. Was... <laughs> he played Amba. <laughs> Where is he? Can we hear his voice, Carl? Yes. You know his voice already sounds like this. You already know what his voice sounds like. Yeah, right. Now, okay, never mind. When I snap my fingers, you will wake up feeling like the great new person you are. It's just he's just the, a one note, you're the gay guy. The first time he shows up, he goes, Am I the only boy? Stuff like that. He didn't snap like this? Yeah, right. They hadn't made that wasn't in our culture yet. Yeah, right. There's the living color just started. Members here for me to stay on top of this. I really wish I had a staff of people. And when that guy comes up, I'd say, "Yeah, the gay guy." And someone would put up a flashcard, and I go, "You know, he was in the uh, he was Pinky and the Brain." I'm just doing this from. Well, we'll check the end credits when it pop up. I'll see if I'll recognize the name. Okay, here he is, right? Yeah, he was in Godfather. Yeah. Uh, the Nude Bomb, Herbie Goes Bananas. Didn't we uh, see a Herbie, a Herbie movie together? I would be happy to watch a Herbie movie, but I don't think they're available on YouTube. I think I looked. I definitely look for the Nude Bomb. I look for the Nude Bomb every time I log into YouTube. Yeah, it would be great The Aristocats. Uh, you already mentioned head. Uh, get yeah. Shorty. Well, yeah, he seems like a good guy for that movie. That was his I final remember, movie. I, I recognize his face from the Aristocrats. That Disney's was an animation. You idiot. Uh, Beverly Hills Bratz, Loaded Weapon, the first one. And the he was born in one. San Francisco, California. Yay. Oh, here's the voiceover guy. Uh, Rob Paulson, Pinky and the Brain, among 250 yes. different animated characters, over a thousand commercials. This is, is a, a very rare live-action role for him. Nice. Yeah, every once in a while we get like Tara Strong or some famous uh, voice actor in the, in the Nut House. Remember that Canadian yeah. LA? The guy does impressions. Is Maurice whatever? He's right. like the, he's the Brain, Montreal I guess. Montreal guy. Yeah. Oh, I can't eat. I have to be slim. Right. She's going to be. 
still one of the greatest actors uh, actresses out there. That chicken looks pretty good. <laughs> That's me at the dinner table. So important. This next flight is so important. Every nickel I have is tied up in this plane. And even some nickels he and doesn't every nickel have. nickel I don't have. Get out of here. What am I worried? I've got the best crew around. Really? When can we meet him? Huh? What the oh, well, one thing's for sure, Mr. Stromboli. We'll make certain that the FAA inspector is happy. Thank you. It is nice, Carl. We'll never know we'll who he is. We'll never know who he is, the FAA the instructor. A man, a woman? We're getting set up for our third act. David, use a professional from your school. I'm not worried. You know why? Because you are the ones who graduate in the first of the class. That's and tomorrow's run will be a slap. Tomorrow? He goes, I know your flight tomorrow will be. And she goes, Tomorrow? Okay, it, is it, it, yeah. Go ahead, finish your thought, because I'm going to go on. I was just going to say, with Donnie Moose, it's really weird hearing him hit those notes and not hear a laugh track afterwards. <laughs> okay, now, you know, there's I did that pilot, Waterman, right? And there's two right. instances when the joke just wasn't good enough. Like, it was a funny joke, but, and I, you know, when you make a pilot, you cannot have a dead moment. So I put in a laugh track. And saved both of those jokes. Two jokes. There's no laugh track in the whole thing except for two jokes. You did the comedy thing where you laugh at your own joke before anyone had a chance to register <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's right. <laughs> but it, it totally works. Once you hear, when, when I, when, not me, but when the lines are said, it's like, was that a joke? So I just added the laughter. Oh, that's Look great. at that budget. Look at that budget. It said, oh, George Jefferson oh, hey. survived. Mr. Jefferson. He's blind, and his name is Mr. Buttersworth. Oh, so Mrs. Buttersworth. Right. Now, Donnie Most, of course, will get whapped in the shins. No! Wow, this is a Happy Days Jefferson crossover. My dream yes. come true. The, you see the poster? The poster yeah. says, yeah, don't worry, you'll get there. That's what the poster says. You're going to get there. That's funny. Now, this kind of doesn't make sense. The the football player. Um, okay, wait. From this guy. This guy will make the movie funny. This is the Mad Bomber. Okay? And he's going to turn this film around for a large part of the third act. And all of a sudden, it's going to become a good film. It's not good. there yet. Now, good morning. This is the morning. That oh, we Captain Biff. He looks like the Mad well, Bomber like from Airplane 2, the right. sequel. Ah, that Rest. seems right. So, what was I about to look up? Uh, the Mad Bomber, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, here he is. The Mad Bomber is not a big deal in... Well, first of all, he's born in Passaic, New Jersey. Thank you, shout out. Um, he wasn't... He was in L.A. law... LA law for many years he was but the thing about him is who he is in Hollywood he was the president of the Screen Actors Guild his brother is Mark Rosenberg a big time director and his cousin is Donald Fagan from Steely Dan <laughs> this guy is is set up in Hollywood but he didn't earn it he just 
Well, I mean, Screen Actors Guild president, especially now, that's a big job. Yeah, I shouldn't say he didn't earn it. What I mean is he didn't have a big career in front of the camera, but he's... Right. Yeah. Now, there's going to be a storm, so they're going to fly. Here's how we're going to find out that he's not a good pilot, which everybody seems to know but us. There he is. There's the psycho. That's he's the got the Charlie Manson look. Most of the turbulence. Thank you. You must be used to flying through storms, huh, Captain? Look at him. He goes, storms? This is just—it's—it's uh -oh. it's really funny if you're listening to the audio throughout because he's like all cocky and confident, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, you must have a lot of experience with storms." And he goes, "Storms?" You know, like, "Uh oh, what is she doing?" Now look, she's oh, no what? She's been hypnotized. Now the thing is, Iron Pants really shouldn't be on this flight or anything. She just has the right, right to be to file a report with the FAA. Watch, watch! Don't touch my bombs! Don't touch my bombs! Hey, you are, sir. You're bo and water. Thank you very much. Bo and water. It's a present from my mother. It's very fragile. Oh, of course. Now this guy does a good job as the mad bomber, okay? Right. Now he starts to he spikes this guy's drink. I I get it's just like the punch bowl. What he spiked it with had to be as bad as acid for the way the guy reacts. Is uh, this a, to cause a distraction or just chaos? He's a chaos meister. Uh, yeah. When the guy's scared, he goes, what makes you, what is the thing you're most frightened of? And the guy goes, confined spaces. And he goes, my, it's getting tight in here. <laughs> You'll see. Uh oh. Uh oh. Like watching a crime doc. Kids, beware of. Well, he's wearing the trench coat like you're supposed to. Right. What is it? I don't know. It looks like uh, it could be uh, Prilosec. It, <laughs> it could be. Um, you think it's like high blood pressure medication? Uh, yeah. It could be Lincinopril. I, I just. <laughs> Lincinopril. Could be Chantix. I just can't tell. Ooh. Is it me or does the drinks taste extra ibuprofen? <laughs> oh, he hears him. This is, oh, okay. The film just got good. Yes, sir. Whatever you say. <laughs> the film is now good for a short time, okay? Terrific. Now he just drank the drug. Whatever that means. <laughs> Mad Bomber is completed. Okay, now, Mad Bomber's up to something. He gets the fragile present from his mother and heads to the restroom. Now this guy, oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. I wear a three-piece suit with a vest on a plane, and then when I'm in the air, I take my jacket off. Well, it's it's 1986, shot in 85 or whatever. Oh, something's not right. He doesn't feel... He's feeling a little hot. 
What's this? It's a bomb. Yeah, it isn't product placement either, believe me. Now, he's got it strapped to him, so it's going to hurt when he takes it off. Oh, good, let's see it. Oh, I can't watch. Content warning. I don't see any hair, but it is pilling his skin. Oh, when hair is even worse, you pull it off. <laughs> so... This film has been horrible and bad, but it does have a few laughs. But right now, it's a good film for uh, almost Terminator. all the back three. Well, that's one of these films. You just kind of watch it, and then when the good stuff comes, you're like, okay, it was worth watching. Even at this altitude, we're going to hit a lot of turbulence. You wouldn't hear the wind whistling, you know? Yeah, the ship. Uh-oh. Oh, his contact fell out. Oh, no. I was wondering no, when that was going to happen. Useless. Crunch. Oh, cr that's right. Crunch. Sorry, I, I had to walk by there for some reason. And it's Skip mean, um, it. it's mean football guy. He's wearing the same shirt from the other day. Yeah, I know. And I bet you they're on the same plane, the same set they were in or before. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. They probably just shot it all in one go. Okay, bomb is armed. Bomb is armed. Okay. Now, could you see this being made post 9-11 with them crashing into the, the building at the beginning and them doing a bomb on a plane? Uh, it's possible, Carl. Okay. It has been 20-whatever years. 22? Now, now it's like you sit here and strap in. You are useless to us without being able to see. Whoa. Uh, turbulence. The bomb is armed, and he's going right. to place it somewhere super secret, which is essentially under George Jefferson's seat. Because George Jefferson will see it. <laughs> You mean a nightmare. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Confinement. Closed spaces. It's all full tight in here, isn't it? This is great for your consideration. I love this act. I love that scene. I, I wish this was the whole movie. They, yeah. So look, he's freaking out, so they must contain him, right? But uh -huh. he just won't calm down. So Are you going to get sexy, gonna... sexy? Yes, that's exactly right. Sexy, sexy is going to really calm him down. <laughs> now, remember, Iron Pants is gathering violations to tell the FCC. Yeah, right. When There's got to be some way to calm her down. Step aside. Step aside. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. You just clapped her in your nose. Dad, what's he doing? Now, for the sensibilities of our viewers, she does it under a blanket. Only now, the what's actor. What's he doing now? What is he doing now? Yeah, he's already set the bomb up. Mm -mm, mm -mm. 
He's got to put it under George Jefferson's uh, chair. Yes, exactly right. And I don't know why that's important to our plot, but it is. And he makes it a big deal to choose George. I don't know why. What's that? I heard something. My other senses are still around. Yeah. I'm acting. I'm acting. I guess it's nothing. Wheezy! Is that Wheezy? Yeah, Wheezy. <laughs> he thought it was his neighbor Tom, but he got up. With the zebra kid or whatever he used to call him. Okay, yeah, so right. meanwhile, we cut away because you can't just watch the whole movie. Now, watch Iron Iron Pants is writing it down. Look at her head. <laughs> now, later, after she writes it up, Donnie Most will come by and go, oh, uh, blowjob is two words. She'll erase it. Oh, right. Now, look. Ah. Ah. Okay. I go sleep now. Yeah, I go sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it my turn? Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I would love to uh, return the favor, but... <laughs> Look, here it is, here it is. John, there's two words. Racer. <laughs> yeah. That was sweet voice as a pencil. I didn't think of it this rough way up here. Oh, you're fucked. I don't know. This is my first flight. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, is... the mad bomber comes in with his gun, okay? Right. And he's like, fucking freeze and all this. You know, he says, put it on autopilot. I, I kind of don't get what he's up to exactly. They put the plane on autopilot, and then he gasses them, and they fall asleep. It's ether. Now, ether, I understood ether to be short acting. Hands up, you. You know, like, it's yeah. not long acting. It doesn't put you out like a roofie. It puts you out right. for, like, five minutes. But in this film, he uses ether, and they're out for the duration. So what I don't understand is that he already has a bomb. He obviously I, is going to like martyr himself and blow up. A... Nope. He's going to open a hatch in the cockpit, go down to where all the luggage is, and fucking jump out of the plane. Now, I don't know if you know about parachuting. I kind of yeah. do. But you don't jump out at 30,000 feet. It's more like 15,000, 17,000, you know. Now, you can do it because gravity will make you fall at the same rate. You're not going to accelerate. And you can pull the chute when you get down to around 8,000 feet. So right. maybe that's what happens. But there's some rule, like you can't jump out of a plane at 30,000 feet with the parachute. I don't know why, but... You, now you saw... Like... Okay, Go okay, ahead, I just got to tell you something else. He goes, put it on autopilot. And the, the co-pilot goes, we can't at this altitude... And then uh, our pilot goes, no, no, we can, we can, just to appease the guy. But in the turbulent weather on autopilot, it's all flying all around. Okay, she just has to get humiliated, you know. They all hit their knee. Ah! <laughs> this film is good at this moment. This film right, right now is very funny. And Now, you saw Fast X Part 1, the Fast and the Furious movie? No, of course not, no. Okay, well, there's a scene where they're on a commercial airline, and John Cena and a little kid escape 
the okay. plane because they have a uh, a smaller plane in the Inside luggage department, the... Okay. and they just open up the commercial hatch, <laughs> and the, the mini plane flies out, and nobody on the flight note reckon notices it. I promised you two episodes ago that I was going to watch the Fast and Furious movies. No, I didn't. I no, I didn't. I said no. it was the, it was, it was Matrix guy movies. The the John Keanu. Yeah. Oh, John Wick. You're John watch Wick. The I still yeah. haven't done it. I still cannot bring. Okay, now he's turning on the gas. This film has got suspense and what is he doing and this is a good film right this second yeah i agree with you like the whole premise is kind of boring right like <laughs> they want to be stewardess and the school yeah. just wants to take their money and get them expelled get them out mm -hmm. yeah now now something's happening okay so now he's going you know when he when he opened up the hatch i was like what the fuck you know because yeah, right. you know it's true but you don't know where the hatch is it does seem very elaborate. Like he must have prepared for this. Yeah. Now, the, remember I said that you wouldn't hear the wind blowing. He will open the bay doors, and you will hear the wind. It's appropriate. She's like, "I hope you guys like cherry on your so 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 Sunday." This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Nice <laughs> park. Now, what's Wendy yeah, going to do? It's She's going to panic outside. I wish I could... This director's name is Ken Blank... Blancato, and this was... He didn't do much. He did this, The Book Thief. He did a, a Max, which is that dog, army dog movie. Uh, oh. This is his premiere film. And I don't know why the third act, like why it got good, but it did. Okay, so there goes Mad Bomber for the rest of the film. He's going to jump now. And he'll be out. All the luggage is leaving, and he loves it. He loves that all the luggage is flying out. <laughs> Boy, this guy is so weird. I mean, if you're suicidal, I get it, right? You blow up a plane in a blaze of glory, but you want to make sure you live, and so you're going to jump off the plane? Right. Yeah. And he's got no cause, and... Well, he's just crazy, I guess. Okay, now, who can fly a plane? Well... Philo, but he failed Ralph, it. And he Ralph was learning how to fly a plane, right? So was Philo. Right. So they're going to do what they did before. They're going to take their seats and be, but there's a problem. Philo cannot fucking see with his binocular vision. Maybe maybe George can call his friend, uh, the Fonz, to knock, the, hit the cockpit. Do, do one of these. Yeah. Donnie Most went on an episode of, um, uh, let me just pull it up here. Howard Stern? No, it was the one with Chachi. It was the one with Chachi. Charles in Charge was whatever. Oh, wow. And they had an episode with Charles in Charge in which he was playing a guy who won the lottery. And he goes, happy days are here again. And they kept doing that throughout the this episode. Like he would give them knowing looks like, he absolutely knows who Donnie Most is. And... Man. Okay, now, they got to find a bomb. Philo's like, if my guess is right, he planted a bomb on this plane. 
they were like, a passenger's missing. And he goes, let me guess, 31B. And they're like, you're right. Look oh, that was her Oops. Oh, her clutchiness will save the day. Right. She found the bomb. Really? She found a copy of Stewart at school? Right. It bombed in the theaters. Uh, you know, she was, um, she spent three and a half years on Broadway as an understudy for, uh, 42nd street and then wow. luckily for her the lady got sick and she took over the role oh there you go Dreams she didn't go true. on to do much else except for uh three's company but the thing is out of 500 women uh jo jack tripper sort of had a you know john ritter had a little connection with her and 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 she got chosen out of 500 women to play the uh part i i That's remember the, the show yeah can try to recapture that three's company magic. That's right. Is it magic? So now that um, George Jefferson's chair was disturbed, he's like, what's going on on this flight? I'm going to find out. And he like goes into the cockpit. Okay. Now Donnie most has the bomb and this scene like really features Donnie most like all throughout the film. He's been like a one liner kind of character. But now yeah. he'll get a moment in which he actually is the center Physical. of the scene. Yeah. Anybody know anything about bombs? Got a bobby pin? Yeah. Oh, move over, Kojak. Yeah, I guess. And then he calls him Kojak because Kojak is bold. No. He goes, does anyone have a bobby pin? And they think it's about the bomb. And he goes, thanks. Right, he puts it in his hair. But then Donnie says, move out of the way, Kojak. Holy shit. I hope you're in a good mood. Apparently not. Screw this. Now, you know the old movie oh, where you flip the wrong wires and it blow up? Sorry, I'm new to this. Let me check my notes. Green wire, right? No, no. Cut the red wire. Where are they going? I'm not clear on that. The cabin empties out. Like, they all go to the back because there's a bomb. They're public about it. Well, the problem is, is that, I cut the wrong wire. This thing could go off in our faces. <laughs> He finds so, out that Philo can't see, and he's like, you're blind too? And he goes, I'm taking over! Right. Hey! Operation! It was nothing. He didn't do it. I think it's time for Plan B. Plan B? Run. I knew it. I always knew Plan B. Run away! Now oh, it blows shit. up, and it blows a hole in the hull. But look, look at, at where they go, around. man. Wait, is her fat ass going to clog up? Yes! <laughs> So her weight helps. Yeah, pressure is being going back to the cabin now. <laughs> Are you I all right? 
<laughs> she goes, are you all right? And then Wendy goes, it's raining outside, you know, because her butt's getting wet right now. That's good. This film yeah. is good right now. I can land this baby on a dime. Wait a minute. He can't see either. No. I'm taking over. So as I said before, they've been like, he has binocular vision. So right. if someone gets the good ideas, try these binoculars. So he looks that, through That's them. not how it works. Right. So he looks through them and he goes, no, no, it's not working. And they're like, oh, darn. He goes, wait a minute, oh. flip them over. And he looks wait. through the little side. And he goes, I can see now. We're going to be safe. Hey, I, I got a question. I haven't flown a plane before, but why do you have binoculars in the cockpit? Yeah, that's a great question. I didn't even think of that. I mean, I've never flown a plane, so I I, I don't know. We're okay. safe. Okay, now, pretty much the, the good part of the film has now ended, but that's okay because we are at the very end of Act 3. They're going to land, and then they're, they're going to go to court, and it's going to be the, like, Stromboli Airlines, you know, hero crew brought up on charges, mystery right. witness to testify. Now, remember that there was an FAA secret person. Right. On the Okay, so that is the testimony that's going to sink them or they're going to sink or swim based on this testimony. The secret shopper. Yes. Well, he's the FAA secret shopper. Is that how you say it? I guess he's the... Uh... Right, here we go. Now we still don't who know who is this it? Who guy is. Now building I ruined things, building. but I won't bother ruining it for you because we're about to really find out. Right. And the camera is swooping right into it. They're doing a big effort to make this pay off. Oh, now I get it. The um, sadomasochism guy was that pilot. I oh, and that's the reason why he had the job. He was sleeping I didn't with realize that. Yeah. And those are the twins from Donnie Most in the beginning. We remember. Donnie, okay. are you okay? Now, who is it? Who is the guy? I don't know, but this Please first person view. impressions of what happened on flight 106 to Atlanta. Now we break the 180 degree roll. It's the blowjob guy! Oh, right. Frankly, it was the best flight I ever had. <laughs> Yay! Okay, all right. We'll take your word for it. We're done. Ah. That is our horrible ending. Everybody's safe. And she doesn't look. She's still blue. Right. Oh, there's Stroganoff. Yeah, Stromboli. We, we did meet her at the dinner scene when they were first hired. I didn't Yay. bring it up. It that memorable. Oh, yeah. He had this line all throughout the whole thing. I knew he was going to say that when Donnie had no idea. Anyway, right. that's it. Da, da, da. That's it. Do school. Do it is. Up in the air. Do school. It's the greatest so, fucking job. Do it is school. Here's the credits. Let's see. Wendy Joe Spear. 
Carl, what'd you think of this movie? I thought this movie was bad. I am glad that I saw it. I I was really thrilled the very first time I watched it when I was like, oh, wait a minute, maybe this movie is good. And then the second time I watched it, I realized there's a cutoff point where it's good for the third act. It saved the movie for me. But no, this wasn't a good film. I'm di- I am glad I saw it. Yeah. You should see it for a few laughs. But yeah. if you miss this one, you'll be okay. It's one of those films where I wish it was better and then I could clock it off as one of those films. It just kind of misses the mark. I do appreciate seeing Don Most in the uh, actual movie. I think he did a lot of work on Happy Days and this is a chance for him to flex it. It just doesn't really kind of throw in. I'm a big Wendy Joe fan, so it's good to see her. I am now a big fan of, what, the Joker's father? Who the Ghost Rider's dad? Yes, right. uh, I'm going to have to check up on him. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just empty calories. It just kind of follows a format. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's not too insulting when it comes to you know. There's some insulting stuff in there. Getting rubbed by genitals and making a face. Woo! Uh, Brett to be Cullen good. is Philo's name. Brett Cullen is the actor. Red Cullen. All right, heads Brett, up. Well, I'm gonna have to check him out. I wish it was better. It was. The, I do agree that the final scenes were the the best part of the films, but yeah, could it could have been better. Uh, wait, is there any weird end credits? Ah, screw it. IMDb is, has this section called "Crazy Credits," and it right. didn't have that for this film. So, well, sometimes I always like to see, like, you know, did Oingo Boingo record a song on it, and was right. it shot in 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 Canada, or you know, it's fine, Carl. We want to thank you guys for watching. Stewardess School, a school for stewardess, 1986. Not to be confused with School for Sex, which we watched in the 60s. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That. that's a long time ago. Well, uh, we want to thank, maybe you watched it. You can go to mutinyradio.fm. We have an archive. It's listed by the date it broadcasted you, so you'll just Do it on the YouTube. Guess. Do it on the YouTube. You see what yeah. is the full movie. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a huge back catalog on our cha- on our page. Take a look at the previous movies. Carl, thank you so much for watching this movie several times, taking notes. Happy uh, to do it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We have a movie. I will, I'll let you know, Carl, in a couple hours. I have I have okay. to just confirm something. But Perfect. we would like to see you guys next week. So take your poison. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on podcast or listen to us streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. There's a great music coming up, coming up after our show. So stay tuned. Carl, thank you. Thank you, audience. We'll see you guys next week.